listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Mondo, Tommy B, Chickapedia, and Black Cat. And thanks for joining us on the 261st episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Today we're discussing the original Candyman from 1992. And that's it, because we only discuss one film a week now. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Uh, But as a reminder, we are still a spoiler heavy-ish podcast it's true um so continue at your own risk Candyman is available to stream on fubo peacock premium and amc plus so make sure to check that out before continuing if you are spoiler sensitive oh wow yeah if you haven't seen Candyman, you know you can't really stream it very many places for free unless you have some weird subscription services Mm -hmm. so like you could just buy it you know, it's one of those ones you can just add. Yeah, add you know. to collection. Yeah. And I don't think it's that expensive, so totally worth it. But it's rarely streaming, which mm-hmm. is why we've never done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, worth just having around. Uh, especially with Halloween coming up. Like, great one to add for your 31 horror films of Halloween, if that's something you do. Absolutely. Are you doing that this year? Yes. Are you? Absolutely, I am. I always try. I'm going to try. Here's the thing. I think I'm going to try to watch 31 horror films in October. Mm -hmm. I just don't think I'm going to watch one a day. Sure. Necessarily. We're going to see how it goes. I'm doing my best. It's easy at the beginning because I have things like Beyond Fest that keep me going. Sure, sure, sure. But as the days go on, I tend to fall off. But the past two years, I've actually been really good at it. I've seen four this weekend alone. Look at so, you. Uh, and it's I only know. the second. I'm very proud of myself. She's ahead. I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of the game because yeah. I know I'm going to start slowing down real fast. <laughs> She's backlogging. I think I'm just going to start watching like scary TV shows because that new Mike Flanagan show comes out. Oh, cool. Soon. I think that it comes works. out this week. I've been starting my mornings because I really liked doing my, I think like two years ago, I started Treehouse of Horror every day. Mm -hmm. I really like drinking my coffee and watching like Treehouse of Horror in the morning. It's like become my favorite. What's not to love about that? That's a wonderful way to spend your October. It's true. It just feels so right. Amen. All right. I'm like that with Roseanne Halloween episodes. That's hilarious. It's not a thing in a million years that I ever would have thought of. Because it's so, all of the Halloween Roseanne episodes are so good. <laughs> They're so good. The costumes are always on point, immaculate, and it's Roseanne. You That's know. amazing. It may not have like aged as well, but like I still, I can't help it. I love that show. That's all, all right. that matters. All right, all right, all right. Let's get started. Um, but before we jump into today's film, Candyman, let's get started with the segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Halloween Ends. It has an October 14th release date. It's written and directed by David Gordon Green, who did the remake of Halloween that came out a few years back, Halloween Kills. And he's also doing an upcoming Exorcist sequel called just called the exorcist this is a new thing you take an old horror movie you make a sequel you name it the, the same thing as the original for some reason and then you know you keep going with it <laughs> that's really interesting i hadn't heard of the exorcist especially because like the show was good so we're still going with it we're, we're pushing i guess i think it's a 2023 so okay i don't know if it's really coming out that soon or not there's not a lot on it on imdb um and then it's written by Chris Barnier, or Barnier, I don't know, one of the two, uh, Paul Brad Logan and Danny McBride, uh, basically the same team who's been doing the series, the Halloween series, but Paul Brad Logan is a new writer this time around. The IMDb summary is the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in this final installment of the franchise. Now, there's a reason there's not a plot here. It's because I think we ran out of plot 
a long time ago with this series. Like, yeah. I'm going to be blunt. Why are we still going with this? What are we doing? I <laughs> have never been less excited yeah. for a movie of this caliber. I don't know what the word is. I'm going to see it, obviously, because it's the conclusion. But I... I I I'm, already don't want to, though. Like, I'm going to see it, but I already don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I just I'm not excited about it. Like I'm going to the theater. Yeah. To end this saga, <laughs> I suppose. You know in a couple just years there'll get be it another over one. Yeah. 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 But I'm not excited about it. The I just trailer don't think we're doing anything new here. No. I don't I mean care. I'm this- going to love Jamie Lee Curtis as yeah. Laurie Strode every time. Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm doing this anymore. <laughs> This didn't need to be three movies. No, it could have been one and that would have been fine. But you know what? You can't. Can you just do one is really the question. Can Hollywood just do one? No. I mean, we were just talking about the subway map that is this franchise. It's all over the fucking place. That's true. So like, did we really really need this? The answer to this is obviously no. Absolutely not. Although I can totally understand wanting to use Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, Mm -hmm. we have her. She's willing. She loves a good horror movie. But like, put her in something new, you know? Mm -hmm. I I liked the first one. Okay. The second one, I hated it. And this one, I'm just really not excited. I, I don't under... Because the, the second one... Okay, spoiler alert. Not really, because there's no spoilers with Halloween. But in the second one, they made this big deal about how Michael Myers is not going after Laurie Strode anymore. Yes. She, it's all in her head. Correct. He's just a killing machine killing anyone in his path. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. In the trailer of this film, they make it not that way anymore. It's like you've already established he's just a killing machine killing things left and right. I'm very confused. Now we, now we have this new storyline where, no, he is after her and he's going to get her and she has to die, too. And I, I'm fine. I just like, why do we need this? I don't care. D- I was literally talking care? about I was literally talking about that with one of my friends <laughs> yesterday because I was like, why? Why are we doing this? If like he just wants the house, he doesn't want her. Just is fucking move. really excited about this? Like, I feel like there's a lot of people that are like, all right, I guess I'll see it. But is there anyone that's like, yes, I can't wait till this comes out? Because I don't feel like there is anyone like that. At least I no one I know. Any. Watch it because it's there and it's Halloween and uh, maybe we'll get some fun kills. We had fun kills last thing. I mean, they all have fun kills and that's yeah. kind of the point, I guess. But like, I just don't know what we're doing with the story. And I was these gonna say, side we characters done better. are yeah. like, ugh, who cares? Yeah. I feel the same way. We don't even have uh, her daughter anymore. Who is Judy Greer? Is that her name? I love her. She's gone now. So what's the point of that? I don't know. I I wish the... (laughs) Never mind. Anyway, yes. (laughs) All right. I wish we kept kept her and lost the other one. I'm good, though. Okay. Let's move on. Halloween ends, finally. And then that'll be the end of it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yes. Facts. I I uh, I spelled Candyman wrong, so I'm fixing it for you. <laughs> In I case you're Ron burgundying it yeah, tonight, that's so funny. I mean, it could have very well happened. Um, <laughs> Candleman. I don't know what it said. <laughs> it's a whole other horror movie. Okay. Um, so Sounds creepy. It does. Somebody take it and run with it. I won't be offended. Um, we are going to. Uh, begin and end our show <laughs> with talking about <laughs> Candyman from 1992, written and directed by, I don't know why I really wanted to say this like in an English accent, Bernard Rose. <laughs> Bernard Rose. <laughs> who did Frankenstein from 2015. Surprisingly, not a lot. That like, is interesting. He's done things, but like I've never heard of literally any of them. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't really realize there was a 2015 Frankenstein either. No. No, I mean, I didn't either. I went with the thing that I thought maybe someone has heard of. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was based on The Forbidden by Clive Barker. The IMDb summary is by... uh, 
The IMDb summary is <laughs> The Candyman, a murderous soul with a hook for a hand, is accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptic grad student researching the monster's myth. Hmm. Sure. Okay. I, I feel like we could have done better, but I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I I watch this one like once a year. I haven't seen it in years. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you did you remember how brutal it is? Because no. I feel like when people haven't watched this for a long time and they watch it again, they're always saying, oh, my, I forgot how brutal it is. I honestly <laughs> did not remember any of really the second half of the movie. Oh, I wow, mean, there okay. were bits and pieces, but like sure. I didn't remember she got arrested. I didn't remember really anything about her being like wanted for murder. Sure. Um, I remember her being of like interest to the cops. Yeah. You don't remember um, the framing yeah. There's a lot of framing happening. I did not remember the dog, obviously. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I it's probably okay. could have mentioned something. She I did not assumed. mention it to me, guys. Well, I just no, I shouldn't have okay. assumed, but I just assumed you remembered it, and I shouldn't have. I'm sorry. It's, I blocked that stuff out. Um, okay. I No, I did not remember that, but I assumed when I saw her in the apartment and I saw, like, all of the blood, I was like, this is not boding well for our furry friend that's the most brutal part of the film yes that i agree suddenly in the apartment covered in blood thing yeah yeah um her it made me laugh not anything about the brutalness of this movie but like it made me laugh and i feel like it's because i i've been watching i feel like i've been watching more movies that take place around this time period or that were made around this time period and like how fine these women are and how dorky these men are that are cast helen is so hot oh she's like so so hot hot. and i was like such a catch where who is this grad student this grad student does not even hold a candle to her (laughs) no and like but she's She's cute too and i was like yeah what how is this guy trevor right yeah. Like, what in the What hell? a shitty name, too. <laughs> like, sorry if any of our listeners' name are, is Trevor. I've never Trevor? actually met a Trevor in real life, but I always I have, feel like... Have you? Tr- yeah, I have. He's. Uh, I met him in Boise. I've, I liked him. Shout out, Trevor. What oh, up? okay. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast. I feel like it's, it's like a, a, white, a white boy, a rich white boy name. Um, I don't know about his wealth, but yes, white yeah. boy. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lyle is is this guy's oh. name in in this movie. Oh, um, yeah, that's because mm. Helen Lyle. Yeah. yeah, they're married, and uh, she is a freaking babe. Yeah, um, and I just love her and Bernadette. I want her and Bernadette to be a thing. Can that's I? That's kind of what I was hoping. Oh, same. Can like can we just get a, a movie or a spinoff <laughs> before the murder? Obviously, <laughs> a prequel, perhaps. Yeah, because um, I love their story. They're cute. They are amazing. They're yeah. great. They have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. I love the character of Bernadette. Um, I don't, this movie is just so good. I do wish there was more of a plot. Like as, yeah. for as mu- for as long as it is, and for how much plot it has, it really doesn't have a plot. You know what I mean? Like it has a plot, but it doesn't really have a plot. No, I. <laughs> oh, sorry. I totally agree. I um, feel like I feel like what I'm saying doesn't mean anything unless you've seen this movie. Like it, it feels like it has a plot, but if you really think about it, there's zero plot. <laughs> no, it's funny because I I've obviously like I've obviously seen the new Candyman and um. I, I haven't seen it since, obviously, we're going to talk about it next week. But, like, yeah. basically, the plot points that I remembered from this movie, like, kind of came from that movie. Okay. Um, but they were I haven't very seen it sparing. yet, so no spoilers yet. Please. I honestly, like, can't even tell you what I'm talking about specifically. But I just okay. remember watching it and being like, oh, I remember that from the original. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Um, So that was not a spoiler, everybody. Don't worry. We know. Okay. So we know Candyman was um murdered horrifically yeah for you know having a relationship with a white woman mm-hmm. and you know back in his day i don't know remember what year it was i don't think i wrote it down i should have but i did not um 
he was murdered horrifically. Somehow he's been haunting Cabrini Green, which mm-hmm. is in Chicago. It, yeah, it was. Uh, was. No longer is, but was for a very long time. It's a target uh, now, apparently. Is it? That's oh, what uh, Jason told me. Wow. Um, and he's been haunting Cabrini Green. And really, just anytime anyone looks in a mirror, says his name five times and turns out the light, he comes and he murders them. Right? Yes. But, like, why? How? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand the connection between, like, obviously you can come to your own conclusions about race and how that comes into play here. But I just, like, I don't understand the connection of how this horrific event created this supernatural killer. I guess I guess it's the same as like Freddy Krueger though. Do yeah. we really understand how Freddy Krueger came to be or not why? Really. I think it's just that trauma of yeah. the death is what creates that negative spirit. Sure. And okay. is what creates that negative But like who creates the rules of these universes? Like I, I guess it's no different. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but like who like who tells Candyman, okay, you can go and kill people, but they have to say they have to call you. And I they mean, can't just call you once or twice or three times or four times. They have to call you five times and then they have to turn out the lights and then you can go through a portal to their world and murder them. It was clearly based off of Bloody Mary. Right. right? Yes. And then obviously like we have obviously Beetlejuice doesn't murder you, but like right. it's that same kind of lore. And so right. Clive, or who is it? Was it Clive Barker? Is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just that kind of similar lore that then translates into, at the time, modern day Chicago. Um, and obviously sets the tone for um, Helen and, and Bernadette to be creating this thesis about lore. Um, I think that... There's no real necessarily a rhyme or reason to why he murders whoever calls his name. Um, but I definitely think it has more to do on the testing of the the theory and the legend. But, like, how did it start? You know what I mean? Like, there's just so right. many... Well, I think it's interesting because, like, I mean, you have to, you have to, I'm just looking at this side by side with Nightmare on Elm Street only because I don't have anything else really that's coming to mind that I can, like, draw a narrative to, Mm -hmm. realistically, that's, like, a tangible story I remember. Um, Like, Freddy is a villain. When he's alive, he is horrible. Murder, molester, depending on which film you believe. You know, he's a terrible human when he's alive and then he's dead and he continues to be terrible. But like Candyman is not terrible, right? Like as a human, we're led to believe he's like a painter. He's a romantic, you know, he's Mm -hmm. a good person that had terrible things happen to him. So he'll just murder anyone at this point, which I just... I have a harder time with that narrative because I don't understand who Candyman really is. Does that make sense? No, it does. Um, I think to your point, it's something that they might not have. um, They might not have explored it in this film, but I think that's why like another one was made. Okay. You know what I mean? That's fair. And I I ex- am excited to hear more about it and to yeah. learn more about it. I would have liked more of a backstory on that in this film itself just because I I like Candyman. I think he's a very complex character, but I think he's too complex for the story we're given. I just don't think we're given enough background on him. I'll tell um, you, I don't I don't think that's true and I I don't necessarily need um, all the backstory because of how everybody in the Cabrini Green community reacts to hearing his name and to and like I feel like that and like all of the graffiti that's all like obviously like all over that space 
Like, I feel like that gives me enough information, not about who, like, the Candyman character was, but what he's kind of turned into. And I think a lot of it has to do with, in a similar offense, obviously, like, Freddy Krueger was a terrible human prior, but he definitely turns into this thing because... And he's allowed to turn into this thing that he is now because of how other people fear him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I totally get that. I just think Candyman's more complex than Freddy Krueger is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I get more information on Freddy Krueger than I do on Candyman. That's all I'm saying. Just in this film alone. Yeah. Um, I think, and it's fine. It's just, I love this movie. Like I said, I watch it every year. So this is not necessarily like, I don't like this movie because of this. It's mm-hmm. just a slight criticism. I, th- for how long this film is, um, it just would have been nice to have a little more information. I mean, a lot of this stuff, you kind of have to draw your own conclusions on a lot of things. Like, yes. Like his infatuation with Helen, like he's in, he, she looks like his old lover. Yeah. But we don't, I mean, we kind of get it <laughs> based on the graffiti she sees. And it, she. I don't know. She thinks it looks like her, I guess. I didn't see a resemblance other than the blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Um, uh, it's, it's, it makes sense for a 90s slasher to be written this way. It's just, you know, with my 2022 brain, I feel sure. like, you know, I would like a little more. Um, no, and I think that's kind of why it was a really perfect candidate for an, an, a refreshing take. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and from a black voice, too, I think is good, yes. you know, because this is, you know, a lot of white people telling this story. <laughs> yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, is that apparently like Clive Barker got a lot of shit for it but in his mm-hmm. story the villain was actually white yeah um and it wasn't like an like a- obviously not an actual urban legend yeah no this was bernard rose's idea to make um a person of color um he went to meetings with the um and because they were worried about um the film and so um he i remember I don't remember where I read this or I saw it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I did watch like the documentary on the Blu-ray I have um, that basically he was he, he was called in by the NAACP to make sure that he's not like oh. telling the story in a way that's damaging. Um, and they were like, no, this is like fine. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> at least there's that. That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, I I mean, I love that that thought process yes. happened. I'm glad it happened, too. Um, and I also, like, you know, it doesn't feel icky. This movie, mm-hmm. it, for being 1992 and dealing with race and being told by white people, uh, sorry, being told by white mm-hmm. people, it really doesn't feel icky. It feels like they did put the time and effort into it, but it is nice that there's I a agree. new recreation of this from a black voice. Like I'm more, I've been mm-hmm. very excited to listen to watch the new one, so it'll be interesting to see the difference between the two. Yeah, I'm excited to revisit it after watching Candyman because I didn't previously. I was like, eh, it's fine. Like I didn't want to because I didn't want, I didn't want to think all about this while watching right. that. But now I think, um, I think it'll be helpful because now I like I remember. I vaguely remember what the remake is right. kind of about. Or the retelling or whatever, the spiritual sequel or whatever. Um, I mean, beyond beyond the race issue of the film, there's also, like, a lot of, like, male-female power struggles happening, too, which I feel like yes. are Ugh. it's really... Like, I definitely looked and was like, is there a female writer on this? Because there's definitely one scene. This guy did his homework. Like, I can't even be mad at him. Yes. <laughs> it's like. Yes. No, he told the the female. He has. He had the female voice very he well had, written. He had a woman <laughs> helping him with this, with that scene. There's no way he was wife. able to that <laughs> accurately portray the conversation in that restaurant um Mm -hmm. without having some woman's input like i just i I refuse to believe it (laughs) i concur it's so perfect every woman has had that conversation exactly like that exactly like that i mean it was i mean bravo i definitely looked immediately after is there a female writer credit on here (laughs) because that scene yes (laughs) 
perfect flawless scene where a dude is telling them that uh, it's just so ick yeah 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 it yes it is i was like the dudes in this movie are very ick (laughs) they're so gross the white dudes specifically Um, yeah geez louise um i must have seen this movie when i was insanely little Oh, no. Um, probably eight or nine. I lived in Chicago at the time. So I could not drive. Like, we would always drive past Cabrini Green to get Mm -hmm. to the city. And I just literally thought that, that, like, Candyman lived there. Like, I was Mm -hmm. terrified of Cabrini Green, not because of that it, you know, it wasn't the best. It's not safe. It obviously wasn't the best. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, literally, I was like, oh, my God, that's where Candyman lives. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it was yeah. real. Cabrini Green yeah. was real, it wasn't and they filmed like, it there. Felt so they f- legit mm-hmm. filmed. They got permission from the running gangs of Cabrini Green, and literally so sick. Shot there and had a sniper somewhere. Did you read that? They had a sniper. No. <laughs> oh my god! For when they were filming there, that's that is wild. Isn't that insane? I really like that they filmed there. Yeah, they did. They filmed. They got. They literally talked to the gang members that run ran Cabrini Green at the time, and were like, "Hey, can we shoot some exterior scenes and stuff?" So yeah, a lot of that was legit Cabrini Green. That's. It looks very reminiscent of what like how I remember it being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which really just like lent to how like legit this movie feels. You know, um, all of it feels very authentic. Like still to this mm-hmm. day, watching it, I feel same. The same way I felt watching it as a kid. Like it's. I mean, I yeah. feel a little bit more. I, I understand it a little bit better. I think there's a lot of things that are going to go over kids' heads when they watch this. Yes, and like yeah, watching it as a very little kid. I mean, some of that gruesomeness is is pretty a lot. You know, you forget. There's like two. Se- there's two scenes specifically that I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, but for the most part, I mean, this is going to be something that is going to haunt. I mean, it scares kids to the even the okay, even the name Candyman. I had uh, my friend over yep. with her kids yesterday, and. My friend asked me, oh, like, what what movie are you watching for your next episode? And I said, oh, Candyman. And my friend goes, oh, man. <laughs> and her kids were like, what's Candyman? What's Candy? Like, just the name mm-hmm. Candyman scared the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. Just the name scared the crap. And, like, I don't get it. As an adult, I'm like, I was, I just, her youngest was like, I'm going to have nightmares now. And I'm like, because we said candy. He's just a man that gives candies like Santa Claus. You know, (laughs) it's a great name. They really created a legend. They know Candyman is not okay. Like Mm -hmm. just instantly terrified. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Instantly. It's fantastic. It's just, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really understand why he's called Candyman. It, yeah, you will. I will. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll take it. I mean, I mean, up he until also, this new um, movie came out, no one knew why he was called yeah. Candyman. Yeah. Well, and who knows if it's the, you know. Originally intended it's reason. It's an idea. <laughs> yeah. There's really, I mean, for all like the stuff I've read and watched on this, like mm-hmm. there's really nothing to explain the name Candyman other than a Candyman uh, is sometimes slang for someone who deals drugs. Like mm-hmm. it's the only some kind of like explanation I could find. The man doesn't give candy back in the day. He's a painter. He's an artist. So like, I don't know. I don't know how Candyman came to be. I guess we'll find out next week. I I always <laughs> I always thought that it was um due to at the time all of like supposed like obviously this is also an urban legend but the um like razor blades being found in candy. Like, and there is a part of the film where she finds a pile of candy with razor blades in it. 
Yeah, maybe that's so, why I always thought that. And so it could be part of it, but it uh, definitely not explained at all whatsoever in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is interesting. Don't you think it's interesting? Like, I can't think of any horror films or slashers like this where the name kind of stumps me. <laughs> you know, usually it's pretty uh, self-explanatory. Yeah, I like that. I'm I'm okay with it. You know, I'm okay with it. But I it is a like, little weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, because especially like, I never had an issue with it, obviously, like when I was younger. And I feel like now because everything is almost over explained most of the time, it's like almost refreshing to revisit this having not seen it in a really long time. And it just yeah. being like, scary for the sake of being scary. You know? Yeah. yeah. I will say I really like the acting in this film. Like, mm-hmm. I think that the casting is really good. I think the director originally cast his wife as yes. uh, Helen, but she was preg- She became pregnant. So yeah. they uh, got Helen or uh, Virginia Madsen to do Helen instead. And she, I think she's beautiful and perfectly cast. I mean, I don't know the woman who was originally going to do it, but uh, yeah. it, zero issues with any of this casting whatsoever i can't i can't understand how they were going to have you know eddie murphy as Candyman. like that blows my mind every time I yeah no that would have been like a weird joke that would have been awful um (laughs) because tony todd's voice too is just he is so perfect for this um if uh, i think i saw that if um Virginia Madsen had been unable to do it. One of the producers was like offered like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> oh God! I know I would have been into it. <laughs> uh, I, love, I love her with mm. my whole heart. Mm-mm. I mean, I can't see Sandra Bullock in like any real horror film. Has she been in a real horror film? Um, she's been in a few. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's been in, I mean, they weren't all great, but, like, she was in Bird Box, obviously. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in, uh, Premonition, which I think was, like, the worst one. But, like, for serious <laughs> acting, like, A yeah. Time to Kill was, like, so good. Um, and that was kind of, I think, I, a couple years after I think this she's a great made. actress. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I Look, like Virginia Madsen was the way to go. She but killed just, it. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony Todd, you know who else is really good? Hmm. Vanessa Williams. Yes. I kept on thinking about um, the singer and I was very confused when I kept seeing Vanessa Williams. <laughs> and I was like, Vanessa Williams is not in this movie. <laughs> I was very confused when I saw her name pop up. Person. Um, she's so good in this. Yeah. I agree. Just, uh, the characters are really good. Honestly, it's really good character writing, if nothing else. And um, the gore is... I mean, they, they just kept calling for more and more blood. Mm-hmm. It's like an accidental horror movie, I feel like, because it almost <laughs> feels like a drama. But then there's all this, like, fucked up shit that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, it's scary. But then, like the bulk of the movie is just really good writing and acting. It could have very easily been like an erotic drama or yeah. something. Like, like you could have remade this film as an erotic <laughs> drama easy. Oh, easy. Man. But like, no. Yeah. I don't know. I love it as a horror film. I love it as a slasher. I love the gruesomeness of the gore because it kind of feels out of nowhere because everything else is so good. Yeah. Especially for 1992. There wasn't a lot of movies like this yeah. that really went there with the gore. Um, and the writing at this level was in a slasher was like unheard of in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Even films like Halloween, which are, like, really well-written slashers, the character development is nowhere near this. Yeah. No, not at all. This is just a well-written movie. It really is. Um, What else? I um, feel like what this movie did for bees is what, like, Jaws did for sharks. <laughs> sure. 
you know. Or arachnophobia did for spiders. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's scared of spiders anyway. No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) But, like, upon rewatching it, because, like, I used to be terrified of bees. And now rewatching it, I'm like, oh, my God, those are honeybees. And I was like, oh, my God, those aren't even, like, that's not even bad. Like, now watching it through, like, my adult, like, honeybee lens where I was, like, imagined, like, these scary, terrifying wasps. And it's like, I don't know. It felt different Well, they bred the bees specifically for this film so that they could be of a certain age. They're only 12 hours old, which is long enough that they look like mature bees, but they're not old enough that their stinging power is as strong as, like, a fully aged bee. So, like... They purposefully, like, created these bees for this film and had them timed specifically for filming. And they had their own trailer. Tony Amazing. Todd has been stung, was stung, I think, it's some things say 23 times, some things say 26 times. And I've read several places that he uh, arranged to be paid $1,000 for every time he was stung. Brilliant. That would have yeah. gotten me to do it also. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Okay, I'll put the bees in my mouth, but this thing I, stings me a grand, a ground every, every time. single time, every single time. <laughs> On top brilliant. of my salary, please. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant man. Um, I did see that the bee controller was uh, also controlled the bees on my girl. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a good. It's a good bee wrangler. Yeah, very he talented was hot bee at the wrangler. Time. Yeah. Have you seen the other Candyman sequels? No. Because there's two others, which we're obviously not going to discuss this time. Um, and But maybe we'll go back to them. I think I've heard, like, Justin talking about the sequel and saying it was good. I've never seen Farewell of Flesh. Um, and I think there's a third one. Um, I feel like, because I leave my TV on for my dogs mm-hmm. when I leave. And sometimes... Um, I'll put it on like the like the Pluto Horror Channel or whatever. I feel like I've come in, I've come back home when like Candyman Two is on or something like that. Yeah, but I've never watched. Like I had no idea what was going on. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's. I, I don't think anyone really talks about it. Yeah, I don't think um, so either. Which is interesting because this is a very popular film. And a lot of times, a very popular, like, slasher. And I feel like usually slashers, like, get a billion movies. Candyman only got three, and no one really cares about the sequel. So I don't know if they just aren't great. Or, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know exactly. Um, And I also like Candyman. You have to call Candyman five times, which I feel like... It's more deliberate than three. It's way more deliberate than three. Apparently, it's supposed to be 13 times, but saying 13 times on a, a camera is insane. Too but much. I think in Clive Barker's version, it's 13 times. Interesting. Um, I'm glad they cut it down to five. But it's nice that it's not three, because everything else is three. Bloody Mary's three. Beetlejuice uh-huh. is three. Uh-huh. I like five. And I, always I like pe- five. People always think it's three. But it's not. It's five. It's five. I think I was telling Tony. Um, I was talking to Tony about it. And I, <laughs> I I mentioned something about it being five times. Because he said it three times. He's like, oh, he's going to come. I'm like, you, know, you have to say it five times. He's like, are you sure it's five times? I'm like, I'm absolutely sure it's five <laughs> You're times. You're like, oh, am I sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, I loved rewatching this. I was going to rewatch it anyway for Halloween. So two birds, one stone. Love me some Tony Todd. So good. So good. Candyman, it's a pleasure every time. Did you know that they used a hypnotist for the bee I scenes? read that. I didn't hear about it in the documentaries I watched, but I did read that. I think that's completely fascinating. Well, there are a lot of scenes where she's, like, basically hypnotized and in a dreamlike state. I think she yeah. ended up putting, a, putting an end to it, from what I read. That's and so... She, Ended up stopping it, saying, no, thank you. I'm yeah, done with that. I guess there was, like, a professional hypnotist. And, like, I think the scene in particular is the one where she confronts Candyman. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I guess, like, she's was really allergic to bee stings. So yeah. they kind of did that to, like, whatever. I didn't. That's oh, interesting that she was, like, out. yeah, that she was, like, I'm done. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, I mean, being in this movie when you're allergic to bee stings is pretty brave. 
to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I agree. You're like, get that EpiPen ready. Yeah, because she had to do a series of, like, allergy tests. Interesting. To even get the role. And then they were like, you're allergic. And she's like, okay, I'll still do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. She's fantastic. She is fantastic. She won a bunch of, like, Best Actress awards for this. She is. I And I, I hate to, like, say after you say she's won awards that she's stunning but holy shit is she stunning gorgeous like, i can't get over how gorgeous she is in this movie absolutely and, gorgeous and it's just on top of the amazing actress that she is she yeah. does a fantastic job um i the ending of this however how do we feel about the ending i don't do love feel? it i don't love it either i feel like we could have done better I do too, but it I'm feels also like a very like, '90s mo- ending for a film that doesn't um, that doesn't feel very '90s um, to begin with. Yeah, because first of all, he says her name in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Did you count how many times he says her name in the mirror at the end? Four. I think. Oh, I thought four. it was three. It was four times. Okay. Maybe Helen. she gets to pick Helen, her own. Helen, Helen. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't catch that. No. I what happens to her is very sad. It is. And I like I, everything up into the fire and even the funeral I like. It's the very end that yeah. I'm not crazy about. It's that let's leave it open. Yeah. Let's leave it open for a sequel. That's what that is every sure. time. Which every okay. time. Which is I fine. It's not. I, it shouldn't have. I wish it wasn't. No, I know. That's true. But like you, you want to add. You want to end on a jump scare. I guess. Like I get it. Yeah. It just wasn't necessary. I think we could have done it a better way. I yeah. think it's okay to end on a jump scare. I think we could have done it a better way. Yeah. Anyway, it was nice to see her husband being like, "Oh, I, I fucked up." Yeah, <laughs> that was. That's true. That was the best part about that. Yeah. <laughs> about that sequence. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's all I have to say about that. But I mean, Candyman, what Candy else can you Man. say? That's it. You say it not five times. Not five times. That's it. Yeah. We're done saying it. And next week we'll cover the new one and then yeah. that'll be great. Huzzah. So how's Beyond Fest going? It's so good, guys. Is it? <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite time of year. It's just so fun. It's so fun to just be in a in a theater for two weeks with people that just love all things horror. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hear you. I had you. the privilege of seeing Trick or Treat last night. Um, and Mike Doherty did a Q&A. And it was just so fun. Did he say anything about sequel? Yes. Did he? Yes. And so, um, first of all, just in case anybody didn't know, Trick or Treat is in theaters for the first time, like ever, Ever. like a theatrical release. Yeah. Big deal. Now in October. Yeah. So go see it. BFD. Get people in the seats. Tell your friends to see it. Like you have to get people to see this movie. So we get a sequel right now. It's in, I think he said it was like heavy development. So it hasn't been greenlit. It hasn't been like fully approved, but they are hoping that it will be. And a lot of it, I think kind of rides on how well this really release does. Oh man. He didn't specifically say that, but like there was enough of a push like sure. of getting your friends to see it that that's kind of what it feels like right right um so i would encourage people that love this movie or that if you haven't seen it before and you love all things halloween to go see this movie because it is so good it is in a theater i have well i haven't seen it in a theater but it's just so good period i i would love yes. to see it in a theater Oh man! Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe you one hundred percent. I've been should. going to the theater more. I've been going. Make are time. you proud of how much I've been going to the theater lately? I am. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. You've been doing a great job. Thanks. I'm proud of myself. I saw Smile yesterday. Yay. Isn't it fun? <sighs> I could do a whole hour talking about that movie. <laughs> 
Well, good, because we'll probably do it. Easily. Easily. I have thoughts. I have opinions. It is fun. I will, you know, since this is a spoiler-free discussion, uh, I will say it is fun to see in the theater. And if you like jump scares and horror movies, then, you know, you probably won't be upset if you see it in a theater. Did you see it, um, like, how many other people were in the theater with you? Approximately a dozen. I go during the day. I go to the earliest showing I can find on a Saturday because that's the easiest way for me to get to the theater by myself. Sure, sure, sure. And also, I love doing that. I love, I know most people are like, watch a horror movie at night. When, you know, I don't know. It's just not my thing. I like to go during the day. I don't care if people think that makes me lame. I love going to the movies during the day by myself. Uh, If I'm going by myself. I'm going with a big group. That's different. Let's go at night. Let's make it a thing. Um, Which this would absolutely be fun to do. I just don't have any friends that wanted to see it. So I just, why bother? (laughs) So I, I don't care when I see horror movies, to be honest. I'll go at night. I'll go during the day. It doesn't matter. I really think for this particular movie, seeing it, the more packed the theater, the better. Yeah. Because a lot of the joy that this brought me when I saw it was hearing the audience reactions. I heard I heard reactions. Yeah. <laughs> that was I probably my favorite part. I, I would have smiling. liked hearing more. But yeah. yeah, I heard reactions. I was definitely smiling through most of it. Because, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Of <laughs> how people um, were reacting to not only the comedy, but also the jump scares. Um, I think people don't realize, like, you mentioned to me, like, the person who made Smile is a horror fan. And when yes. you said that, I was like, okay, I'll go see it. Yeah. Because, and it's so apparent mm-hmm. that they are a horror fan. And as horror fans, we tend to be collectors. Right. Mm -hmm. We collect things. You collect horror shirts. I collect media and posters and pins. You know, we all we have to. I don't know what it is, but that's part of being a horror fan is you tend to collect things. Mm -hmm. Yes, this person collects their favorite scenes from their favorite horror things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all I will say. Yeah. But he also does a really good job at, like, putting his own kind of spin on it. I loved yeah, no, the camera absolutely. work in this movie. It's great. Um, I, I'm not complaining. I yeah. think it's fun. I, I People are saying this is very scary. Um, it's fun to listen to people talk about this being very scary. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, to me, it's not. But I'll leave it at that. I think most people will find it. I think in so, in too. In a theater. Yeah. 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 I think so, too. I think I got one. They got one jump out of me. They got one out of you. <laughs> Which I feel like for this kind of movie, it's supposed to be like 20, you know? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. It's There's like, so many. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I like honestly wonder if I would have gotten any, had I not been in a theater where so many other people were so reactive. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that like dulls my senses a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. How um, many how many jumps did it get out of you? I didn't get. I wasn't. I didn't get any. None. Zero. No. Yeah. Um, but there was really one. The one that I got to wasn't even like a big one. It was yeah. like probably off of everyone else's radar. Yeah. <laughs> in comparison. Oh man, it's oh. just fun though. Go see it. It is. I think it did like twenty two million opening. It's popular. People are talking about it. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, it's fantastic. I'm just so happy about it. Starting that Halloween season strong. It's a good. It's a good start, and especially because we were hating on it. Like we both yeah. were like, "What? Why? I Why had does the this- lowest expectations." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but then I was like, "Oh, free Beyond Fest screening, and it's opening Beyond Fest. Let's do this." I just I love a good fun jump scare movie. Yeah. Um, the screening that I saw of it was, it was last Tuesday, and I think it was actually, like, the premiere, because, like, the entire cast was there, and then obviously, like, all of these, like, literally half the theater seats were blocked off for Paramount. Um, it was crazy. Like, as I was leaving, I, like, bumped into, like, almost everybody in the cast, because we were all just, like, in the theater together. Um, 
it, so that was really fun to experience too. And they were like, oh my God, it was so scary. <laughs> Did you see the um, marketing for it? Like yes. at the baseball games yes. and stuff? <laughs> yes. It, 10 out of 10. Brilliant. Just having creepy it. people standing up and smiling at baseball games in the background. Yes. Right behind home plate. <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. Cheapest marketing. So yep. cheap. Just get a so really good, good seat behind the <laughs> behind so the picture. Or behind home plate. Oh. But yeah, I, it's fun. It's fun. There's a lot of good horror stuff out right now. Yeah, there is. I haven't seen Pearl, but I heard good things. I didn't like it. No. I really didn't. You didn't really like X, though, either, did you? I did not. I Here's the thing about X. I didn't not like it. I just yeah. thought I wanted better from Ty West. It felt lazy I for mean, me. You, expectations are high for Ty West. Yeah. It felt, yeah. it felt really lazy. That's all I'll say. I'll explain yeah. it when someday we do that episode on the show. I haven't gotten the chance. Okay, so because I never saw X in theaters, I'm suffering now. I can't go see Pearl. It's really there's not necessary, to be honest. There's no double. It's not? No. Like, because you already know. That spoiler, spoiler alert. I mean, it's not a spoiler. He spoiled it. I, I, they came out too soon. Like, it yeah. shouldn't have come out this quickly. I it's think not they fair. had to. I don't think that it would have. I don't think that Pearl would have been as popular if it hadn't. Just have them come out the same time then or do a double feature. Because, like. <sighs> no, I think, I think the timing was appropriate. I'm um, upset. Because I think that most people that, like, would have seen X would have seen it already. You know what I mean? I I wanted to see X. Well, you sh- should have done it. Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it w- didn't come out at a time when I was going to the theater. Yeah. Um. But I think if you know that, there's nothing in Pearl that's going to spoil X for you or okay. vice versa. So you don't have to wait. You don't have but to I'm, see X I'm first. upset that it's spoiled for me without any way that I could possibly have gotten away from it. I'm sorry. It's kind of one of those things where, like, if you don't see a TV show, like, I don't know, like Game of Thrones or something, not new Game of Thrones, but, like, old Game of Thrones. Well, at where, least like, let me know that. You know what I mean? With <laughs> TV shows, I can expect that to be the yeah. case. Yeah. Like, how would I have known that this is possibly a thing? How could I have possibly known? Yeah. There's no way. So I now I, I have to see you. every single horror movie when it comes out or else I'm screwed. Like, I can't even see this at home. What can't you see at home? I don't think I can even see X at home. Um, You can probably rent it. But I think I feel like they also re-released it. In it's theaters. like fi- it's like 15, 16. It's not you know what I mean? Oh, it's not like yeah. a normal rental price. Gotcha. Which, I yeah. mean, I guess I could. But like, no, on. that's too much. Don't it's spend so that much money. St- it's on so this. stupid. Yeah. I'm just I'm I don't like the way they did it. I think that. You know, there was a better way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. Now I I know who the killer is before I even see the movie. That's fucking lame. I'm pissed about it. I don't care. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I get what you're saying, but I get. I I think I I like I understand the need for for the the fast turnaround. Um. Because I do think that you would need to capitalize on the relevancy. I think if they waited too long, people would have forgotten. It wouldn't have had the same impact. Um, but then you just spoiled the movie for everyone that didn't get a chance to see it in theaters. So there's also that. Yeah. It's not a huge spoiler. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I Like, the movie makes sense without So that. what's better, X or Pearl? I personally enjoyed X better, but I, from what I'm hearing, people enjoyed Pearl better. Okay. So. Interesting. I thought Pearl was kind of boring. Gotcha. It was beautiful. The beginning, there were some shots at the beginning that are absolutely gorgeous, and I totally understand why Ty West, like, wanted to make this movie. Um, It just didn't really do anything for me. And I was actually I just, kind like, of- I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say I was kind of excited to see it. Like, I wish, you know how Machete was like a fucking fantastic trailer and then they made the movie and obviously it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't amazing. Yeah. They had at the end of X, there was like a teaser, like mashup trailer that wasn't released like an actual trailer, but it was at the, it was like the, you know, if you stay till the end of the credits, -credits. you get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. To me, 
that was amazing, and I kind of wish it would have just stayed that, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. But that's just me. I mean, I love Ty West, and I think that, like, I was just hearing such, like, different responses to it that mm-hmm. it didn't really spark my interest in seeing it in theaters. Yeah. Which is why I was like, oh, I'll just wait and see it later. Yeah. Um, Because especially because it came out at a time when I really wasn't leaving my house much or going into theaters. Um, So, like, that's why I didn't see it. But, like, I have friends that saw it and, like, went and saw Pearl. And they, like, keep trying to talk to me about it. I'm like, I didn't see either. Like, I really, like, I know who Ty West is. I know his stuff, but I haven't seen that. Yeah. And, um... They definitely should have made it more, made X more accessible prior to the release of Pearl. That's what I'm saying. Like, do a double feature option then. Let people watch both. They did. Not here. I've been I'm, looking. Yeah, they did it at all AMCs. I did not, I have not seen X in theaters here. I looked. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the week of Pearl release. Maybe, probably not now. Um, yeah. Anyway. So that's that. I'm still upset about it, and that's that's how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, I I get you. I'm yeah. I'm honestly like excited for you to see it because I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. How about Hocus Pocus? Switching I haven't gears. watched. I haven't watched the second Hocus Pocus yet. Okay. I think I might do that tonight. Yeah. Um, I've been hearing. <laughs> I've been hearing bad things like critic wise Uh uh-huh but i haven't i've been hearing that it's cute from people that like i know that have watched it okay do you know what i mean yeah like like real people i've been like oh it's like adorable and it's like a really cute like throwback um but from critics i've been hearing like just like it's just being shit on so i think that's accurate yeah have you seen it yes okay I watched it last night with children. And what did they think? They loved it. The kids loved it. Okay. Um, the adults loved it. Other than me. <laughs> okay. Well, so then I probably, I might, there's a chance I might like it. It's not bad. There are things about it I did not like. Yeah. But overall, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Do we need it? No, absolutely not. We did not need this. <laughs> Is it better than the original or come close? Not even close. Not even a little bit close. Um, But, I mean, it's cute. It's cute. When you say, did we need it? No. You think that. I don't think that I needed a sequel, but this has been something that the internet has been talking about for like 10 years. Yeah. So it makes sense that they made it. Yeah. And I'm. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. I'm curious. I think they took I think they took any semblance of any kind of scares completely out of it. Which is the problem I have with it. Oh, I wasn't expecting it to be scary at all. No, no, no. It's not scary and the original isn't scary, but there's scary people in it and scary things happening for little people. And I feel like that's completely gone here. Because as a kid, I mean, I've talked about this on the show a lot. This was probably the first film I saw that I found scary. Now, is it not? Is it is Hocus Pocus scary? No, it's not. But me as an eight-year-old child, it was scary, okay? So there are things in that movie that are kind of like scary for a very small child. This has zero things that are scary for a very small child. Does that make sense? Yeah, I never thought that it had any scary things. Well, it's in because it you watched child. it as a child. Like you don't know, okay? <laughs> no, I was I, a Disney I, kid. <laughs> I the scariest thing I saw was Hocus Pocus when I was eight. Okay, that was the scariest um, thing I saw. Excuse me, I was a Disney kid too. And hello, like everyone. Your is dad always also took you to see Scream Terminator. in theaters. Yeah, and you know? Scream. I saw. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I get you. We're not on the same level. We, we were not, not the on the same level as <laughs> eight-year-olds. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But there's also, like, you can still say, even as someone who was never scared of Hocus Pocus, you can still say there were things about it that are reminiscent of scary things. Right? Mm. The witches are menacing, even though, even though they're fun and 
adorable at times. I mean, they do suck the life out of a child. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. They're doing things that are actually kind of scary. Yeah. I guess Because you. they're evil witches, right? I just yeah. think that this movie kind of takes that away a little bit in a way that makes me a little bit upset. But that's, again, that's just me. Like, yeah. I, that's my experience and my feelings about Hocus Pocus. Is it still fun? I had a good time watching it. Will I watch it again? If someone has it and wants to watch it, sure. But I'm not, like, going out of my way to watch it. Okay. I got you. It's not bad. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. But the people I watched it with really enjoyed it, and that made me enjoy it. Oh, that's the best. I love that. So I'll take it. I'll check it out. It's like the thing that I always say. You know, if it's bringing this to a new generation, something I love to a new generation, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Is it? It doesn't have to be for me, and that's okay. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, what else have I been watching? Oh my god, I rewatched It Follows the other day. Oh my god, my girlfriend literally just watched that last night. I don't know why I was feeling that. Um, I watched uh, Lights Out today. Cute. It's cute that I watch Lights Out. It is. Um, because I think Smile had me thinking, like, what was another, like, theater experience where, like, it was, like, a lot of unrelenting jump scares, and Lights Out was definitely one of them that came oh, to mind. absolutely. That movie has a lot, like, the movie doesn't make any sense, but it has a lot of unrelenting jump scares, which is the best Fantastic. part about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. It's all, like, that's coming to mind right now anyway um well i'm excited to hear more about what you're seeing at beyond fest what are you seeing at beyond fest next Uh, um (laughs) i'm putting you on the spot i'm seeing new hellraiser i think that's on tuesday okay is that a show uh that's a great question i think it's a show right on sci-fi am i I imagining that i honestly have no idea i don't know what is what is a show and what is (laughs) you don't know what a show is in these this day and age, um, I think it's gonna be on Hulu. Yeah. Um, oh, it says original movie on Hulu. Okay. 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 So I'm seeing that. Okay. Um, I'm seeing. I have tickets, but I don't know if I'm gonna go to uh, Werewolf by Night on 35. Oh yeah. Um, which the reason I want to see it is because I feel like it'd be fun to see that format of a movie on 35. Right. Um. I'm going to see the menu. Okay. I'm going to see, I might go see Halloween ends. I'm really excited for Hellraiser. I am too. I have high hopes for it. Same. David Bruckner's a badass. He is a total badass. He does, he does a good job. Honestly, like he, like the ritual, uh, the the night house. Yeah. Southbound. Southbound, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I am excited. And I think yeah. he did that movie that I liked, but I couldn't remember the name of forever ago. Um, <laughs> the Signal? That's it. That's the one. <laughs> it's he the only other that. one he's done. It's great. Um, <laughs> so, like, yes, I, I'm excited. And I, I've seen pictures of um, oh, Jamie Clayton, I think her name is. Yeah. Um, as uh, Pinhead. Or no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that who she is? Right? Well, pinhead-ish. Yes. Sure. Yes. Um, and I think she looks fantastic. I mean, so. she looks kind of like an alien. I love it. I'm not against it. Listen, listen. I'm glad he's doing it. Me too. And not some no-name person I've never heard before. Heard of before. Same scenes. It's weird that it's Hulu. I don't know what to expect. But I feel like it's got to be good. It's got to be at least a little scary because that man knows how to concoct a scare. He does. He does. And for Hellraiser, I mean, Hellraiser is a little goofy in general, mm-hmm. usually. So, like, yeah. I'm, interesting, I'm interested to see if he's, like, continuing the goofiness of it. And I would think probably because it's going to be on Hulu. But, like, that's just me making up things. Yeah. We haven't even... No. I haven't watched the trailer. I'm, like, kind of, like, it's on in the background right now and I'm looking at it and, like... Puzzle box looks legit. Like I'm, I'm into it. No, into I didn't. It. It's, it's funny because, um, whenever you go to Beyond Fest and you go early, they like show trailers for the movies that they're going to be showing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
the the trailer for New Hellraiser started, and my friend and I both immediately like looked down. And I was like, we were both like, I don't want to see the trailer for this. And I was like, yeah, me either. And then like, but every time I looked up, it was literally just the puzzle box. And yeah. I was like, okay, I feel okay that every, <laughs> that every time I look up, it's just the puzzle box. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious to kind of just go in blind. Well, that comes out this week for everybody too. So even if you're not going to be on Fest, you mm-hmm. should be able to watch it by Friday on Hulu. So yes. I think I yes. might be checking that out. Check it out and then we can have a chat. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, that's a lot of talking. Uh, so <laughs> let's go ahead and end. Be sure to join us next week when we talk about the new Candyman um, from 2021. I believe that's streaming on Prime Video. Is that correct, Carly? Yes, it is. All right. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. What note am I trying to Sorry. hit? No, you're probably trying to hit the right note. I'm oh. under the weather, so I probably oh. couldn't make it. <laughs> I couldn't make it. Ha, ha, ha.